Warning, this show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk. Hey there, and welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and thanks for joining me. I don't think I have to tell you that the world can be a dark and scary place for us all. I'm here to help you get through the miasma of that negativity one episode at a time. Now, to accomplish this, I have a guest tell me about their favorite thing, and we get to share in their enthusiasm. Now, the catch is that I'm not already a fan of their thing. However, I realize that it's easy to like something as long as I had an excited person in explaining why it was great. And so, this podcast and all its potential positive feelings is born from that. Now, for today's episode, we have the one and only Paul from the Countdown Podcast. Paul, how's it going, brother? It's going really well, Chris. Thanks so much for the invite today. I'm really excited to do this. The thing that I know about people from Australia... <laughs> okay. That, that, that they are willing to accommodate us podcasters stateside with any of like the weird time zone stuff that we have. You guys are the absolute best podcast partners in the world. <laughs> even even when we have a different... T- like we don't even get our time straight because of, of, of <laughs> <Sure>. daylight savings time. <laughs> but like we make it work ah man thanks for coming on though i really appreciate it that's a pleasure and look that's that's what we do down here in australia we understand that we live on the other side of the world and to get on to talk to great (laughs) people like yourself and talk about great things like today man, we will bend over backwards and i'm more than happy to do so gosh so you you do the countdown podcast with your with your co-host wayne and how long have you it's, it's been over three years right it's been way over three years yeah we've just dropped recently our 250th countdown, and we divide the show into Gosh. two weeks. So it's almost five years. So depending when this drops, it might actually wow. be right on five years, actually. Oh, so tell the tell the listeners a little about what you do over there. Yeah, so Wayne's my long-term best friend. He's my best man at my wedding this year, and we didn't get to catch up as much after I had a child, and, and somehow out of that, this idea for to do a podcast was born, and basically it's he and I presenting a list, either TV or movie-related, usually movie-related, from 10 to 1 and effectively taking the opportunity to hassle the other person to use a safe for work term for their list and make <laughs> ourselves look better in the process. So it's a very not serious, a lot of fun sort of show. And then every on the weekend we also drop a review of a, some relatively new release and uh, get to talk a bit about that as well. It's a lot of fun. It's totally not safe for work. So I think it's important to emphasize <laughs> here to your audience. <laughs> so no children or people with offended lexicons or should tune in uh, in that way without being prepared uh, we we were friends when it was still countdown tv and movie podcasts and before you switched it to just you know the countdown yeah we and pretty much refer to it that really- way although sometimes we still i mean still formally known like that but uh, we don't refer to it as often that way although if i had my way we'd probably drop the tv because it takes too long to watch tv we just Get, in, get stuck in on movies, but uh, every time I suggest that, I get shouted down by Wayne and the listeners. It is funny, though, that like you would have said, oh, it's it, it's longer to watch a movie than to watch TV, but then with the way that 
the serialized way that the TV is now, like you're gonna to, to really get the full story, you got to watch at least eight episodes if it's a Netflix show or that's right. Or if you're watching, yeah, now with the Mandalorian, it was ten episodes. Like you're like you're having to you're having to to, to devote hours. So watching a movie is actually shorter, which is yeah. funny because that's not how it used to be. Oh, that's man. a good point. Yeah, because things are much more serialized. And then Wayne is known for his his. Um, people call it a laugh. <laughs> it could be called. It could be called a a, a howl. It's also a howl is a another cackle? way to describe it. I, a cackle is a good way. To... <laughs> <laughs> it's very distinctive. It is. I was on the po- I was on the show, and we did top ten. Uh, was it year two thousand? No, 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 no. Oh, it, was... it was where the. The hero dies. Yeah, the it. hero dies at the end. That's it. <laughs> that was what it was. It was where the hero dies at the end. And I remember I recorded it in a garage because I went on vacation, but Your I was holiday. not going to miss out. Yes. Yeah, I was right. not going to miss out on recording with you guys. And so I recorded it in, into the garage at a beach house we had rented <laughs> on the coast. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was so. That was like. We that could have like rescheduled two and a half years ago. <laughs> it, it was a long time oh ago. Oh my gosh! And as you can imagine, based on that topic, after you've been going for even two and a half years, let alone five years, you have to get a bit inventive with some of the topics that you're going to count down. Otherwise, it all gets very same same. So we do consciously try and, and vary it up and make things fun and, and amusing for the listeners if we can. What, one of the things that I've always liked about it, your guys' show, is it is crazy how often your lists don't match up. With you and Wayne being so close uh, for so long, like you would think that your tastes would line up, but wow, do they <laughs> differ so greatly, so often. I could not recommend the show more. Uh, oh, thank you. Paul and Wayne are, are fantastic. It is hilarious. Don't listen with the kids. Right. Honestly, not because of Paul. Not because <laughs> of Paul. I think if Paul, if it was just Paul, I think you guys would be okay. But, ah, oh, man, you and Wayne together, are just, it's dynamite. And you get on... You have wonderful other podcasters on when you guys do your your when you have a guest on too. You guys are great to all of your guests. Gosh, I'd love to, to get back on. Well, we'll get us set up. Yeah, we could get when you get back from uh, from vacation. That'd be that'd be a lot. Well, whatever. I'm I'm not going anywhere. Awesome. Uh, yep, but we'll get, we'll get it organized. But we could talk about movies all day because I used to do that all the time. <laughs> but we are not here to talk about movies. We are here nope. to talk about your thing. So, Paul. What is your thing? My thing is... Australian Rules Football. Or if you prefer, the AFL. Australian Football League. And So when you say football, you're not using the, the European term football for soccer. You actually mean, like, football football. Yeah, right. sort of, sort of. Like, I'm yes, going to guess of. most of your audience is from North America, and so you have a definition of football that absolutely is appropriate for you domestically, and we have our own version <laughs> of that has been around for 124 years. How, okay, how long? Uh, the inaugural season was in 1897. You're kidding me. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's been around for a long time and it's expanded over the years. Like, it's got to the point now where we have 18 teams spread through most of the country from five of the seven states or territories in Australia. And it used to be known as the Victorian Football League because almost all the teams came from Victoria, which is the other side of Australia. And then in 1989 or 1986, actually, a team from my hometown in Perth, the Eagles came in 
and that's when they started with the wheels in motion to make it a, a nationwide competition and a change from the VFL to the AFL in 1989. So it's been 30 odd years under that banner. So, oh, okay, so uh, American football started, or the excuse me, the National Football League just celebrated its hundredth uh, year uh, oh, this okay. this season, and so, which I always think of as like, wow, that is so old. But I know that other sports franchises have been going on for longer. If you think, think about baseball and uh, also like cricket and and soccer mm-hmm. and, and or, um, but gosh, eighteen ninety, that's insane. So you've been around, your version of football has been around longer than the, the United States version of football, which is just so... It's kind of mind-blowing. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Did, did it evolve from from rugby similarly to the way that American football evolved? Look, I suspect so, given that we were colonized by the English and they brought that game and cricket with them. Uh, and then I suspect this was just a sort of version thereof that gained popularity and very quickly, at least in certain states outstrip the popularity of rugby. So if you go to certain states in Australia, like New South Wales and Queensland, even though they do have uh, Aussie rules teams, rugby league and to a lesser extent rugby union are more popular in those states than AFL. But in every other state of Australia, including mine, AFL reigns king. We have a mutual friend in uh, Fuzzy Dan from the Shaken Not Nerd podcast. Does, supports a terrible team, he should be ashamed. (laughs) <laughs> what, what's his team? What's Geelong. his team? No, sorry, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. He supports Hawthorne, who are okay. The Hawthorne Hawks, who are kind of, as my friends and I refer to them, they're anyone who supports them has had been sitting on the throne of ease because they've won so many premierships and been so competitive <laughs> for the last ten or fifteen years. It makes everyone else insanely oh. jealous. So okay, so they're like the best way to describe them would be for the American listener would be the the, the New England Patriots. New England Patriots. Who've yeah. just been for the last. For the last 19 years, basically, they've been in the Super Bowl or the the game before that, the championship game, to get into the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. So, I totally get that. And my friend Corey, uh, who I used to do my old podcast yes. with, he's a huge Patriots fan. So, he's always got to have the big smile on his face. <laughs> Not this year. Yeah, this they're year out, they right? They got knocked in the out. Yeah, they're out. Yeah. So, so there'll be a, a, new, a new team. By, by the time this airs, it, they'll, the, the season would have already been done. What, what's your team called? I, I know I really need to know more about about the AFL in general. What's yeah, your team I'll have to, I'd love to explain a bit of how it works and how it's different. But my team is called the Essendon Football Club, or their nickname is the Bombers. So they haven't had quite the success of the last 19 or 20 years. In fact, the last premiership, which is what we call a team that wins the, what, the Super Bowl, uh, it was in 2000, so it's been a, a long, lean period of, of suffering for all Essendon fans, and I know that anyone who does support the Bombers right now is uh, just nodding into their car radio or their headphones and feeling <laughs> my pain. <laughs> Where did they get their nicknames from? Because so, you're just saying like Essendon Football Club. Like, So why is it called Essendon? Is that the town or is that an owner? Uh, yeah, the, Essendon's a suburb in Melbourne, which is around about where they were they formed uh, way back when. In okay, yeah, they came into the league. I think they were one of the inaugural teams, and yeah, so that's how they got their kind of name. I'm not sure Essendon. They're sometimes called the Dons because of the Dun Don at the end of the name. But okay, yeah, the Bombers. I guess they all just sort of picked a. Uh, What's the word? Uh, an emblem, and so Essendon has this uh, sort of a bomber, so like a plane is there, and that's how they got it. So 
and their little ma- the little mascot is a little mosquito, like a you know, sort of bomber squadron type t- type sort of theme, and that's where that's hilarious. Yeah. That's it's, so it's funny. Cute. I love it. And uh, they're red and red and black. Oh, red and black. Okay, oh, that sounds. They sound dangerous. It is funny how teams get their names. Like my favorite team for for American football is the Green Bay Packers, and they were literally part of the. It was they were the Indian Packing Company for meat packing. Oh, okay, and so they were owned by uh, by by that company, the, and then they were the Acme Packing Company, and then they just when they when the NFL was created, they were just like literally like an after work after work game program. That was it. Like the guys from the from the Indian and then the Acme Packing Company would just play after work, play football after work, and then just they ended up getting bigger. They paid up like I think it was like two hundred dollars to enter in the to the National Football League to play after work, and then that just grew from there to where they were named after the city of Green Bay, but they kept the name Packer. It's just like why? Why are you called the Packers? Makes no sense. But yeah, so the mosquito, huh? That's their emblem. So I just did my research while you were talking then, and the reason they were called the Bombers is because Essendon has an aerodrome or a sort of, it's very close to an airfield, or there is an airfield there, and so that was enough for them to get the, the nickname of the Bombers from there. Um, they, how do, how do I put this? They've had a rough period, I said, that's for sure. Uh, but I'm not actually from that area, so I don't support them because I live in Essendon or around Essendon. In fact, I live on the other side of Australia. Right, yeah. I was going to ask that. Do you support Green Bay because you're in the Green Bay area? Is that a, is that a, a Californian-based team? No. California, you're going to know teams like uh, the Raiders Oakland, or the San Francisco yeah. 49ers. Okay. Things, uh, teams like that and the, uh, the Rams and the Chargers, they're all West Coast. Okay, so when I was a little kid, the first uh, American football game that I ever watched was a Green Bay Packer game. Gotcha. I'd never watched football before. And my parents aren't really into sports either. They they play sports. My parents have always been, we're, we're a heavy sports playing family. But like watching professional sports was never part of our, my growing up experience. And so I went over to a friend's house and that's what they did. They watched football. And I was watching, um, the first game I watched was a, was a Green Bay Packer game. That's cool. Yeah. And so I, uh, Watched it, and I knew how to play. I, I played football. That was the thing. Is I was a I, I played my entire life, but never watched. And so when I watched this, and their quarterback at the time was Brett Favre, who who was enshrined in in the Hall of Fame recently, and just was voted to the top 100 players of all time. Wow. He's my favorite player of all time. And um, I'm sitting 10 feet away from a, a signed helmet from him. And so like so ever since then, little kid watching that thought he was the greatest. And just like, okay, well, I, if I'm going to have a team, I like this guy and I like this team. And then it just grew from there. And just like, I learned more about the team and how much, what a great history they have. And they have a weird ownership too. They're not owned by person. They're owned by the city, which no other team is like that. I oh, really love it. Nice. And um, yes. So anyone that lives in the town can say that they own the team, cool. which is great. I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So why did you, cause like, I mean, that's a. That'd be that. That's equivalent to someone on the west coast of America liking someone in New York. Yep. For you, uh, that's that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm old enough, a bit older, a fair bit older, I think, than you are, Chris. So, I'm old enough to have been into football before the AF became the Australian Football League, and it was the Victorian Football League. So, my dad, who played pretty high level football himself, 
not for the AFL. Really? Yeah, not for AFL, but he played at uh, a little, a few games for Waffle, uh, which is the West Australian Football League, which is where I'm from. He had always supported Essendon when he was growing up, and so my first ever game, like you, that I watched was Essendon getting thumped in the grand final, and my dad being really disappointed. <laughs> And I okay. felt, really, felt really bad for my dad. It's a legacy. Yeah. And then the next year, in fact, the next two years in 84, 85, and this is when I was playing football as well, the, the Bombers won both those premierships. And that's enough to in, in, endear me and ensconce my love for them. And then when the Eagles, the local team, the first local team came in in 86, my family all jumped on me, except my dad. My dad was a lot more like, you, you do what you want to do. All the rest of my family all became Eagles fans and insisted I did the same. And so, you know, 10-year-old me dug my heels in and just said, nut, I'm an Essendon yeah. fan. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Don't jump on that bandwagon. Nope. Don't jump on it. That's so good. Uh, the, the, this show is actually born from people making fun of um, sports fans. I know that's that's a, that's a funny way. I don't, I don't think I ever... I had people in my life that would make fun of people who enjoyed certain sports and would consider yeah. that it's not like uh, quote unquote real entertainment yeah and I realized that I had similar preconceptions about other people's forms of entertainment that I would also uh, disparage and so I was really like well I really like watching football but to somebody else that would seem not worth their time and then yep. but also I have the same problem as we all do, that I would think that somebody else's way that they spent their entertainment time would be not worthwhile as well. But it's like, why? Why is my watching American football better or worse than their watching whatever it is that they're going to watch or do or take part in? And it's dumb. It re- and, and, and that actually was made me challenge the way that I thought of things. And so I'm like, gosh, you know what? I can podcast on that. And that's actually so... You start you you talking about like digging your heels in as a ten year old. It's just like I don't know why I like watching football. Well, I do because it's amazing and it's great. <laughs> like why does that one get chose chosen over me deciding to take up ice dancing or or very specific. Uh, I whatever. <laughs> well, I I don't know. Yeah, it's very specific. It's, it's as if I thought about that ahead of time. I love that too. So that's cool. Your dad, by the way, that's really cool. Your dad to let you be like not make you. Just let you be a fan. I love that. That's so good. Well, we were talking off mic, but as a father now myself, I've had to suffer through the same process with my daughter, who I was in a war for her football-loving soul for a couple of years, and she kind of was waxing between Essendon and, again, the local team, the Eagles. But then in 2018, right when she was sort of five years old, the Eagles won the premiership, which I went to that game, uh, which was... The, which is over in it's always at the MCG the Melbourne Cricket Ground and it holds up to 100,000 people in this stadium and so I was there Jeez, to watch S, uh, the Eagles sorry beat uh, the, the team which everyone hates Collingwood uh, by less than a kick which I'll talk about some of the rules in a minute but if you like but uh, it was such the 100,020 people were there it was the largest crowd at an AFL game since 1986 so it was pretty special my friends I went with were all massive Eagles fans so they couldn't be happier and that was nice to share that with them I mean that's you can't you can't beat that for a, for a kid luckily my girls like yeah I was able to get them into their Packer <laughs> gear early and yeah, they okay. look they look absolutely amazing they look amazing <laughs> in it and they just kind of run around chanting and like fist pumping that's and awesome. just like running around go pack go I wish go pack go and I wish 
And we have that kind of relationship that my daughter knows. It annoys me a lot that she doesn't go for the for the bombers, <laughs> and so she will needle me every shot. Like, Daddy, are Essendon doing as good as the Eagles this year? No, they're not. Oh no! And she'd be like, That's terrible. Huh, funny that. <laughs> <laughs> what a little, what a little meanie. That's amazing. Oh man. You got her you're training her up good to be a good sports fan. Yeah. <laughs> so our friend Fuzzy, Fuzzy Dan, I think he's shown me a YouTube video of AFL because I, I, I just I'm a I'm a sports fan. I enjoy sports. Now I watch American football more than any other sport. But mm-hmm. if I'm sitting down with somebody that's a that's a passionate fan of let's say European so, you know, European football or or baseball, which sports I don't usually watch like I can enjoy it so I what I've seen is that the Ameri- in Australian football you guys can like hit it with your hands similar to like a volleyball right or you punch it yeah or all, all right so please yeah please explain it let, let me give you the rundown now if you're looking for there's a great video right so this is the first thing I would suggest to you Chris to check out if you go to youtube.com okay. slash AFL all right. The first video there okay. is what is AFL question mark Aussie rules explained. It's a great five minute oh, introduction perfect. of all the rules, but I'll give you the the very basics. So, effectively, it's two teams of eighteen players on the field at once, and this field is way bigger than an NFL pitch. Eighteen What's it people. Yeah, each team. That's insane. That's and so many people. Four players on the bench at any time, and so you can never have more than eighteen on the ground, and you can rotate and sub off to a maximum of, I think it's 100 substitutions in a game. And each game goes for four quarters. Whoa. Each, each quarter is okay. 20 minutes plus extra time. Whoa. So, so like soccer or European football, they add on extra time. But often that extra time runs up to 15 minutes for the quarter. So wow, it ends up probably being closer to two hours of playing time plus five-minute break at quarter time and three-quarter time. And halftime has a 20-minute break. So all in all, you're there for two hours... 30, 2 hours 45, depending on how many goals and time-offs there are through the course of the game. Each team's trying to obviously outscore the other team, but unlike even even NFL, like the scores I see, and I pay sort of some attention to the NFL, scores sort of seem to be regularly sort of 15, 25, maybe you get a team to score 40 every so often. Is that sort of about right? Yeah, I, I'm just shocked at the size of the, the players on each side on the field at any given time. Yeah. Because American football, it's 11 on either side, 18. But then they, they sub the teams, don't they? Like, there's a defensive team and an offensive team. Yeah, there's a defensive team and, a, and an offensive team. And then you have special teams for when you're going to be kicking it away or okay. things like that. So do, so they just stay on field similar to like a rugby team where you're you're just out Pretty there. Pretty much. Is there, do you set up plays or yes. does it go keep going similar to like soccer and rugby? No, it, ke- it keeps going. Teams will have teams will have their their plays, but it's more like soccer in that. Okay, now we're going to form into this position, and we'll we'll be a bit more defensive now because we're ahead. Or so it's definitely not a start stop as the NFL. It's much more gotcha. fluid in that regard, and it's really lightning paced. Okay. So if there's a call, an umpire makes a call. The free kick, as it's called, is given straight away. There's none of this now tactical dis- discussions about how we're going to do this. There's no timeouts. The only breaks are during the quarter time, half time, and three quarter time. And effectively, you're trying to kick goals. But unlike, again, European football, the goals are these big, tall posts. They're probably two and a half stories high. Give or take. I don't know exact meterage. Okay. And you got to kick between them. Yeah. If you kick it between them, you get six points. 
If you kick it to okay. the slide of either those two big points, there's two smaller points, uh, sorry, two smaller poles. If you kick it between a big pole and a smaller pole, it's one point, and they're called behinds. So you end up with a score of, <laughs> okay. say, 10 goals, so 60 points, so six points a goal. 10 goals, 10, which would be a grand total of 70 points. So you get a little bonus for just missing, but of course you're trying to kick a goal rather than this behind unless you're desperately just trying to get a point for the win so it's all about getting it between the goalposts then yeah right that that is the that is the ultimate goal has to be kicked through so unlike handball if that's a, a sport that anyone's familiar with you can't throw it through or handball it through if you if you handball it through the goals you, you wouldn't because you're only going to get one point for that so it has to come off the boot and so what is the I, like i like i was referencing before what is like the punching of the yeah. ball is that just the way you pass it or, yeah or there's, so there's two ways to pass the ball one is a handball which is what you're describing which is effectively one hand the ball sits on it's a egg-shaped ball is probably the best way to describe it so it's an odd shape it's not round it's a little bit like the nfl ball but a bit sort of thinner a little bit more tapered than the nfl ball from what i've you know very casually thrown around okay. occasionally uh and you can kick it or you can handball it and handball is it sits on your hand and with your free hand it forms a fist and you punch that ball away towards someone else that you want it to if you throw it like in rugby you get penalized and it's a free kick the other way so it must be a handball with a closed fist oh okay so there and so but other than that you can just run it though correct and then you can, try and set up the kick yeah you can run it and obviously you can kick at any point you want to but if you're running with the ball you have to bounce it every 15 yards if you don't bounce it and bounce you have yeah. to bounce it every 15 yards yeah then otherwise it, you, you're holding the ball and it'll be a free kick against you as well. Oh my, so I love that. So there's a little bit of basketball thrown in there. That's hilarious. I love that's it. That's true. It's almost oh like a travel. Yep. And on top of okay. all that, if you've not seen AFL, there's no armor. There's no helmets. These are oh my gosh. very fit, mostly young men. I think the eldest player in the AFL now is 36 or 37, but most of them in the prime are in there. Ancient. Yeah, and that is ancient because that the toll <laughs> this game puts on your body is pretty full on. Most players retire around the 32, 33 years of age, and their prime time is considered sort of mid to late 20, 25 to 27 is sort of prime time. You've had a few years to learn your craft, you know what you're doing now, and this is when the people, the cream of the crop rises to the top. But it's pretty brutal as you can imagine. We only play once a week. Which same with the NFL because it takes a lot out. Unlike say baseball, which seems oh, like there's yeah. a game every every second day, uh, and even the NBA with what there's 82 games in a season, which is absolutely mind blowing to me. Oh, I know, right? There's been talk about expanding the the NFL season to include more games and include more playoff time, but it's the toll it takes on your body yeah. with these high end collisions, and, and so it's going to do the same for Australian football. Like these are people that are in in prime physical condition. These aren't any type of slackers or anything not at all so a hit by a human being is always going to hurt mm -hmm. no matter what now if you're getting hit by someone who's in prime physical condition and is, is is literally training their lives to be this specific type of body type to be which is and that body type is ridiculously big and strong like they're <laughs> they're it's going to hurt even more so you can Absolutely. tackle them in in australian football and no pads huh Jeez That's right. Louise. So you can do two things. You can tackle, which is, you know, you wrap your arms around someone and, and basically bring them to the ground or dispossess them of the ball. And that has to be from shoulder through to waist. Can't be any lower okay. than, than the hips uh, or any lower, certainly any lower than the knee, really. Once you go to the knee, it's a trip and that's a free kick. 
And the other thing you can do is you can bump people. And this is sort of getting less common, the people that run the organization. A lot of injuries happen through bumping, which is where you turn on your side and basically slam into someone as hard as you can. You're allowed to do that even when they don't have the ball, as long as they are close to the ball. So a lot of king hits happen sort of that way, if you will. But if you bump someone in the head, you're pretty much suspended for the next two to three weeks. So you have to be really careful in that regard. Really? Yeah. Okay, so like people are really paying attention to not getting head-to-head contact then. Yeah, or or body-to-head. If someone's bent over the ball and picking it up, which of course happens quite a bit, there's a lot of ball on the ground in this... it happens, of course, but yeah. it's rare that one team will control the ball from one end to the other repeatedly in a game. Usually there's you know, an error in skill or pressure or, or kick out of bounds or whatever it might be. So once the ball goes to the ground, you've got to pick it up. If someone makes contact with your head, then it's an automatic free kick. If it's sufficiently hard or enough to do damage, then you're suspended. You're out for, as I say, two, three weeks usually. And, and worse, if it's a blatant one that's sort of targeting someone or off the ball their eyes you know, they don't know what's coming does that happen often suspensions or yeah. is that is it pretty rare no every week every week on average I would say at least a player gets suspended <laughs> <laughs> there's 18 teams there's 9 games per round there's 23 rounds in the season though every team gets a bye through the course of the round so there's 22 games which I'm not sure how it works in the NFL but of course that means teams don't play every other team once at home and once away and every so often some smart puts their hand up and says there should be 34 games in a season, but it gets shouted down because of exactly what you said. The toll on the players' bodies would just be too hard and there'd be way too many injuries. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, in the NFL, everyone gets a bye week. It's just 18 teams on the ladder. You, Your win and loss record determines where you fall on the ladder and the top eight teams play off at the end of the year in the final series, as we call it, which is basically four weeks worth of finals culminating in the grand final or your Super Bowl and the winner holds aloft the cup and is the premiers for that year. What What is your cup called? I love hearing these. What's it called? It's just called the AFL Premiership Cup. It doesn't have a, a cool name like the Stanley oh, Cup. Oh, it doesn't have a name. Or I don't oh, know what the, uh, Super, oh, the Super Bowl. It's, yeah, this, the, the Premiership Cup. That's that's basically it. That's See, the, the trophy's called the Lombardi Trophy. It's oh, named after the... I didn't even know that. It's the coach that won the first Super Bowl, ah. which was the Green Bay Packers, my team. For the record. <laughs> yeah. Of course, that was that was 50-something years ago, you know, but um, yeah, it's called the Lombardi Trophy. And so it's just called the Premiership Cup. Okay. Very, yeah. very straightforward. That, very that part's good. easy. <laughs> I the like fi- it. The finals are really exciting, and I'm sure anyone who's an NFL fan would appreciate that. As opposed to, say, the English Premier League in soccer, where it's just whoever finishes top, you win. Congratulations. That's it. And some people feel that's unfair, but it makes it really exciting. September is our final series, and, and that's really cool. It's obviously a winter sport, same as uh, NFL is for, for you. And so we kick off usually about mid-March, still pretty hot mid-March in Australia, so some games can be pretty brutal early in the season. And yeah, otherwise it's rain, hail or shine, uh, the players got to get out there and play. So that's kind of exciting in that regard. And it's just such a fast, frenetic, sometimes brutal game, but also this incredible finesse and such skill and... I mean, I live and breathe football once it comes around. Not just because I love Essendon, because I love the game itself. And probably something I should mention is I've been in a fantasy football league, which I know you have for basketball and NFL, whatever. I've been in it since before it became popular in Australia. Since 2002, I've been in a league. In the 2003, I formed my own. And here we are in 2020, and mostly the same people are still competing against each other week in and week out with all the banter, all the 
you know, rivalries that have developed over the years. It's just a heck of a lot of good fun. And it means that whenever I can, I watch any game that I can because I've got players in my fantasy team which, uh, which are going to be playing, which I'm, I'm watching with interest. So even the, even the games that don't feature my team, I'm still super keen to get involved with. Uh, so, so basically, you're gonna you're gonna be your score for for your fantasy team, similar to the way the NFL is. Are you you're just gonna get straight off of people scoring goals, right? Is that how it's played, or do you get points for other things? No, it's it's much more complicated than that. The our little comp that we have established, which differs from the nationwide ones in the papers and all that stuff. As I said, they came after we we were running. We kind of pick uh, eight players that start in our in our team, and three of them are midfielders, and they get a point for every kick and handball the three forwards that we pick get points for every goal or behind that they kick we get one ruckman who gets a point for every hit out and mark that he takes and then we have a tackler who gets a point for every oh, sorry a goal for every tackle that he makes so all those stats oh, and a whole heck of a lot more are kept that's awesome i absolutely love that if okay, I'm gonna put this out there. If you ever need someone to join your league because someone's out, I w- I would love to do it. Like that sounds amazing. If you ever have a Absolutely. spot open, let me know. Yeah, I, like I I know that I'd be the odd man out. I'd be watching games oddly. I could not recommend fantasy sports more to people who want to become sports fans. It's a good way of doing it. Yep. I was a football fan, and then I started playing fantasy sports, and it took my fandom to a whole nother level, mm-hmm. because then you're not just rooting for your own team. Like you said, you're watching every game because you want to. It's not because you have to. That's what people think, that you have to watch football. You're It's it's all done off of off an app on your phone. Like exactly. it, They keep score and everything. And so it's not like you're having to like keep track. Like you watch sports because you want to watch it more, and it's so much more fun. The stakes are higher. It's exciting. I, I assume you guys have money on, or at least we do, or at least some type. Yeah, some and type a trophy. of trophy. Yeah, we have. Uh, well, one of the comps, the comp that I run, has a trophy which I currently hold. Yay! So yeah, go team, <laughs> go team. Um, but there's no better way to become a fan of a sport than to play than to do a fantasy. Short of playing it yourself, I 100. Oh, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're like, because then you're looking up backup players just in case they might come off the bench mm-hmm. to play because like somebody's hurt or in your case like suspended or or however it works. It's so much fun. If you're already watching, it's gonna it's gonna add zero time to your week. So so you mentioned earlier, go to youtube.com slash AFL. Yep. Oh sorry if I can say watch whilst you're there, there's a whole bunch of best of the decade videos they've just released in the last month. So best of the decade oh, okay. like incredible goals, best of the decade match winning winning plays, best of the decade players. So that can be your sort of intro to AFL there and sort of some of the the amazing stuff that they can do marks they'll, they'll have some high flying marks there as well so uh, there's probably just looking at it now there's a good couple of hours worth of content there that could give you a great overview of what the game's capable of so i have been trying to figure out how i'm going to be able to watch a game live just because of the time difference and everything yes. so there's i i can record it from but i will figure it out because i does espn have a game each yeah each espn week? might might do it I, i'll have to look it up and, I, and i'm sure that i could stream it from different sites because there's always even for nfl nba mlb and, and soccer there's always something online they have a game yes. online that you could watch i wonder if they've expanded and if it's as popular as you say in australia then obviously like they they know 
you know, like the, the, the sports world knows. I didn't realize how popular it was, though. I just assumed it was mostly rugby, knowing knowing from other friends that I have. I didn't know that the AFL was so popular. Yeah, it's, it's hundred thousand people in one stadium. That's incredible. Yeah, that's only that is, that's only incredible. once a year. But uh, there's actually the biggest game in the non-finals arena is a team a game involving my team on Anzac Day, which is our Australian New Zealander Army Corps Day, sort of celebrating people who have fallen in war. So I guess the equivalent of your Memorial Day. Uh, it's mm. Essendon versus Collingwood, and that gets played every every Anzac Day, and there's a big tribute to soldiers and all the armed forces and the like. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's I've never been to that game, but even just sitting at a pub amongst other fans of the sport, and everyone goes silent, and the there's little hairs on the back of your neck rise up at that point. It's just it's an amazing experience, even watching it through a TV. Being at a game is so similar to being at a concert. Where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you can watch it on you can watch it on TV. It's like there's an energy. Yes, there's an energy 100%. in that stadium that is indescribable to somebody that doesn't understand it. And then and then similarly, when you're in like yeah, you're at a pub or you're at a friend's house or something, and you're all focused on this this game that is just second to none in terms of like entertainment value. It, it it's incredible. And you don't have to be. I don't. I still say it. I've been in. I've been in places where it's a sport that I don't follow as closely. But if you're with people who are excited about it, you can get into it if you let yourself go. You will have an amazing time. Hundred percent agree. My, me and my wife have been trying to plan a trip to Australia um, for years, and it'll probably happen when my girls are a little bit older because mm-hmm. we wanted to hit a New Zealand trip, hit Melbourne, hit Perth. The, the where we we have so many great friends in Melbourne and Perth now um, and we would love to let us know gosh, if we end up going I I want to go when there's a when there's a game and go to a game it would be my pleasure to take you Chris so just let us know give us some notice and if you're coming here between March and and basically August to make sure you then uh, it can happen so so as of right now uh, similarly that happened during the the Michigan college which was one of our college teams. The Michigan, I'm a Michigan Wolverine fan, so now I'm an Essendon Bomber fan. Awesome. So, Woo. so I, I am, I am Team Bomber right now. You, you, you convinced me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm Team Bomber right now because, because of you. So you, you did I, it. You made one more fan. Then, then it's been a good day for the Essendon Bombers. <laughs> it's been a good day. You did it. You did it. Um, one of the things, I, one of the questions I want to ask is, how do people get into the league? Do you play in? college and then go to 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 the to the afl or Mm -hmm. do you just kind of that's your job or or is that is that kind of how the the matriculation works yeah basically there's sort of a build-up so there's suburban competitions and the like and the best of sort of those areas will play for a state-based competition so i think i mentioned a little earlier our local competitions called or the state's called the west australian football league and so from there, okay. players will get drafted into the AFL if they're good enough, which is the next level up, obviously, in the highest level you can go. And you might be drafted by local, but the way that the draft works, and I guess it's the same in all your sports as well, you go where you're picked. So if pick three is on the other side of the country and you want to play AFL, you pick up and you move to the other side of the country and start your life there for the length of your contract. And, and your dad played in the, the WAFL, is that Yeah, he played a couple of games, earlier. played a lot of games for reserves, and he... <laughs> Probably would be too pleased if I if he knew I told this on a on a podcast, but I'm sure it's not going to track back to him. 
he lied about his address <laughs> so he could play for the team that he supported growing up. He didn't even live in that area. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him right now. Me and your dad, um, we text uh, on a pretty normal basis. The, oh, I, that's that's the best thing. I love that. I love cheating. Cheating is awesome. Cheating for the it's right not, cheating for the right reasons. Not, you know. Yeah, cheating for the right reasons. That's so great. It's those it's those little white lies of cheating that are great. Like, oh yeah, sure, I totally lived there. Yep. It's like when my dad he wanted to join the navy and he and he faked his age. So there you go. So it's like that. So yeah, same type he, of he thing. To, well, gosh. Okay, so so basically, go to YouTube.com/slash/AFL, which I'll have that link in the show notes. Yep. And then I can just kind of go on a hole from there, basically. Like I'll go down the the YouTube hole from there. I reckon that'll, that's a that's a great basis to start. And then yeah, if we can source a, a way for you to watch a game live or at least on delay, that that might an Essendon game. Yeah. That might be the good way to sort of <laughs> cement the deal and then see what you think after that. And so they wear black and red. I they, I would love to get like a hat or something. There's going to be somebody that's going to that's going to notice it somewhere. Um, I would love if you could send too. Some pictures of you and your mates that at, at one of the games. I would love to see like what it looks like from your point of view and on a field. If you have any pictures like that, do you? Yeah, I think I've got some from going to the grand final a couple of years ago. I could send that will uh, give you some indication. <laughs> I would love that. And and one of the things that's interesting. So you said it's always played at the Melbourne Cricket Field, right? That gr- the grand final. The grand final is yeah. Gosh, that's great. See, so for in the NFL, the game is is picked ahead of time where it's going to be played in the American. America, so it switches and it's usually uh, granted it is usually played somewhere in the southern United States where it's warmer or it's going to be in a closed in an enclosed stadium because there are outdoor teams and indoor teams so that's interesting that's always I love that's always played at the same spot which is really very very um convenient for Melbourne yeah it's very I mean there's a lot, a lot of complaints it's about very that. convenient <laughs> there is uh, unfortunately, the AFL decides that we want to make money by having 100,000 people at a game rather than, you know, there's only one other stadium in Australia that could that could get close to fielding that. So that's the way it stands and it's harder for visit, uh, away teams to win, but un, not unbelievably, but despite that, lots of teams outside of Victoria, outside of where Melbourne is, uh, have won over the last 10 or 15 years. So I'm uh, Right after we get done recording, I'm literally going to message uh, Fuzzy and tell him like hey i'm a bomber fan now and see what he says please and i'll tell him and i'll I'll tell him you had your chance (laughs) you had your chance dan you could have come on i uh, i invited you on and paul got here first he did it (laughs) once you've told him that let me know and i'll rub it in further Oh, that's so good. I would have messaged him. I, I honestly should do it on air. I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll do it and I'll talk about it on the response episode. Awesome. And I'll, I'll read off what ends up happening. He'll probably want to come on and talk about his team. Don't, bo- don't bother. No, no, no point. <laughs> There's no point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, all right. So this episode may be coming to an end, but the work is just beginning. Uh, Paul has given us the playbook to become a fan of the AFL and probably more importantly, the Bombers, but yeah. really the AFL. <laughs> and so for the response edition of this episode, uh, me and Elise will be spending the week taking um, as much of Paul's advice as I can fit in, uh, which might be a lot because I, I do love sports. And then we'll report back to you with a special second episode. Now, in the meantime, I hope you'll try uh, his advice or uh, if, uh, if you could add more to the conversation with your own expertise, uh, you can contact us um, on Twitter or Instagram at like two like things. That's the number two 
like two like things. Uh, you can also leave a message on the like line at 661-279-0130 or via email at I like to like things podcast at gmail.com. Now I'll read or play any of these messages on um, that response episode two if they're positive. Now in the past, if we've done a sports episode, people have had a harder time being positive <laughs> if they're uh, uh, if they're against. It seems to engender a lot of, um, let's say, strong, strong feelings. And I get that. It's a lot of fun to do. Gentle ribbing and things like that. I get that. If you're not a Bomber fan, then by all means extol the virtues of your team. But um, let's keep it let's keep it cheery. Um, so, uh, but uh, yeah, if you know, and if if you guys want to watch um, AFL games with me on the state side, like that would be a, that would be a lot of fun. Um, now you can also support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash like I like to like things uh, where you can join people like Mandy, Gerald, uh, the Glindo, and Morgan. Now, Paul, where can people find you on social media? Yeah, if you search The Countdown Movie and TV Reviews, we're bound to pop up. But we're on Twitter at The Countdown PC if you want to converse more directly about my odd choice in team. But uh, hopefully it's all about positivity of the AFL at the very least. That's that's it, right? It's all about positivity. It is funny doing the sports episodes because I was a little, I was gonna not do them ahead of time, just but like, but then there like this, I had no idea how the AFL was played. I just knew you punched it. I knew you punched the ball. Yeah. That's all I knew <laughs> about it. Like, and so I was just so curious about that. And then you you'd mentioned handball earlier as well, which handball that you're talking about I know of it and you you throw it into a net similar to soccer but it's completely different Um, I would love to talk about that and the big one here's the big one that no one's ever explained to me is cricket Oh, I I know that you use the there's a sweet bat that you use if we need a follow up episode down the track Chris I'm happy to talk cricket too that's my second favorite sport of all time okay yeah see there you go I, I know nothing about cricket whatsoever except for that it has confusing rules that's all i know <laughs> sorry as we were sitting here talking tonight australia australia playing in india and australia flogged the indians who are widely regarded as the best team of the world so it's uh it's a pretty good night here in australia if you're a cricket fan <laughs> you guys are all you guys are all cheering uh the only thing i know about it, it is that it's confusing but it's only confusing if you don't have someone explain the rules there you go and you have to watch a game yeah it, it really it's my grandpa always used to say, like, whenever we'd watch, like, quiz shows, uh, he'd say it's easy. And he'd say, like, oh, it's only easy if you know all the answers. <laughs> if you so I always think about that. Well, gosh, Paul, thank you so much. I I'm not kid you not, I am pumped for the AFL right awesome, now. Like, man. Thank I you am, so much for having me on. For it. Yeah. It's always a good day to talk to, always a good day to talk footy. And uh, it's been great to talk it with you. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it totally exposed me to something new. It, it really is a, a unique experience. Uh, But I will see you all next week when the mission is accomplished. And remember, we can make the world a little brighter, a little friendlier, and a little more enjoyable by liking a few more things.